I had a bunch of super weird stuff about Gordon, who else, to churn through that I was going to start with today, but just in the last second I had to find out that Martin is rich, so I guess I'm talking about that. thought about what an evil genius selling ray guns made of stuff that can't be made illegal to ship in would earn? Maybe I should have. Because he's pretty loaded. I know this because earlier today he bought a Range Rover. Just like that. No worries, it's just a car, an incredibly huge investment for any normal person who lives in a shared flat. But no, Martin buys it like I would have an ice cream cone. Without the ice cream, just the cone. I don't get why he even needs me to live here. He could pay for this place all by himself. Heck, he could get a bigger place for sure. I asked him if he didn't want to take care of my half of the rent if he's got so many digits in his bank account as a joke. I was still disappointed when he refused, though. And a bit pissed, to be honest. I still have my money troubles of replacing the thousand pounds I spent on purchasing my sister's hair. That was a super smart move I don't regret at all. But whatever. Audrey's my lesser problem right now. Her finding out I made an impulse purchase in the thousands even more so. My life revolves around my boyfriend, of course, as a girl's life should. <sighs> I went on two more outings with him this week, because apparently, now that he knows I'm into it, it's all he wants to do anymore. My fear and hesitant defiance has turned into straight-up annoyance. Going on criminal outings with him has become like a chore of mine. First do the dishes, then a college assignment, go plan a heist with two thieves and a hacker, and pick up some milk on the way home. It's ridiculous. And ludicrous. And not where I saw my love life going at all. I've gotten more confident around them. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Probably it's very bad. I'm still going with the stupid girlfriend act in hopes of not attracting any negative attention. Just as a precaution, you know? On our most recent outing, Gordon gave me an empty gun, just to create the illusion that I had some purpose besides being flirted with. Every once in a while there'd be a scare moment, like some guy moving threateningly towards me or waving a gun around too arrogantly for my comfort, but Gordon's been quick to insert himself into situations like that. Heck, I even once got a recommendation in about how they could bypass a certain security feature with a chemical mix I'd learned about at college. I couldn't help myself. Gordon was impressed actually, and I played it up to get into his favor more, but I felt kind of guilty afterwards. Gordon continues to be oblivious, of course. I do my best to throw him off, but it seems it's true what they say. Love makes you blind, even if you are a criminal mastermind. Which, he's more a brute strength kind of criminal, it just rhymed nicely just then. I've been looking out for the kind of heist they were planning to show up in the news, but so far nothing. I'm sure the guy they were trying to rob is so high profile it might not even be covered in the news if they do rob him, but still. Oh, I also took an opportunity to push Martin's product. The more properly functioning non-lethal weapons in circulation, the better for everyone, I figured. Talking about news, I've got some here of the hero variety. In Liverpool, heroes rule. Stargle makes male fanboys drool. Listen up, don't be a fool. Listen to the superhero news. In this week's news, the twins are on their best game, it seems, defusing several fights that broke out during a protest against animal testing at Initiative Labs, which I didn't know they had both the experiments and the protests. Uninformed as usual. But it seems the recent wave in Reaper activity has put both the people questioning some of Inni's ways, as well as Inni themselves, on edge. Everyone's quick to lash out, and the twins' calm, unwavering gothness saved the day. They also seem to have been pulled from the assignment that they had been on, which was under wraps until recently, of trying to track down Minimizer. 
They were ideal candidates for the job, since their ability to physically trade places made it possible for one of them to always be on the move while the other one rests. Which is pretty brilliant. Meanwhile, Stargirl continues to shine through absence. Innie has not released any statement as to why, and believe me, I went looking for it. Tech support being my next best lead, I also looked into him, but nothing on that front either. Audrey hasn't answered any of my texts in this past week. Not even with a short and cryptic reply. I checked by Greg Burdington, that's his distinguished name now until I come up with something better, a few times this week, both just to see my badass parakeet, as well as checking for signs of Audrey. One time even going so far as to sleep over at Audrey's, but no one came, despite Greg's food bowl always magically being refilled. It's kind of creepy. But Greg seems fine, and he doesn't like being disturbed much, so I trust he would claw anyone's eyes out if they tried pulling anything bad around Audrey's flat. I guess I'll have to assume Audrey's out hunting down Minimizer as well. Or Reaper, even. Knowing what I know now, I should have no reason to freak out. Have you ever tried telling yourself not to freak out? Because it makes you want to freak out even more, that's what it does. It's not productive, it's probably not healthy, but neither is dating a criminal or being buddies with a raygun mechanic. Or hunting after insane men, if all you can do is fly, which reasonably, in comparison, isn't actually all that much, if you ask me. Not much at all. I get it, she's awesome and fast, I want to trust that she wouldn't get into anything she'd have trouble getting out of, she's responsible after all, but I can't help thinking it's not enough. <laughs> she's basically perfect and not enough. What does that say about me? Arguably, I've been pretty stressed lately. I don't know why I do this to myself. I'm sure I could organize better. Just look at Martin. He's neat and always busy and never seems stressed. Immersed, if anything. Exhausted? Sometimes. Okay, his schedule is awful. When he forgets himself in his experiments and doesn't get out of bed for, oh, two days. But still. He, he gets shit done. What have I done? Despite my pretense with the chores earlier, I have not actually done any dishes or finished assignments. I go to college, but that's the extent of it. I feel like everything I'm doing is an inevitable dead end. Gordon? I wish it would end already. College? What happens once it's done? Audrey? Doesn't need me even remotely. If we're being honest, probably won't even have that much time in between all the heroing she does. And Martin? How long can he really keep doing our little projects? He's already grown distant. We've barely done anything this week. We've spoken, certainly, but we're both not free a lot. Maybe soon he'll realize how pointless it was to show me all of his work. Maybe even how dangerous it was. He has no reason to trust me. And he doesn't need me either. He's rich, after all. There's no one who really needs me right now. Sure, people love me. Audrey loves me. My parents love me. Even Uncle Will. He sent me a card that arrived on Wednesday. It had a cat on it, obviously, dressed as Stargirl, though, which was pretty funny. But there's a difference between loved and being needed. Having a purpose. Doing... Well, I'm realizing... Maybe Gordon needs me. Or at least there's some kind of purpose to what I do with him. But that's not quite the purpose or need I was thinking of. <sighs> I guess it's a start. Breathe, Amelia, breathe. No need to have a partial existential crisis now. This is what I'm going to do. I will wrap up this drama with Gordon, somehow, soon, if possible, and put that behind me. I'll think about what I actually want to do after college and confront Martin about what the hell we're even doing, because I'm feeling conflicted about it. And I'll wait to hear from Audrey, because in this one regard, for now, 
I can't do anything, and I shouldn't kill myself over it. There we go. Already sounds much better. Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. It is written and edited by Esther Reisenberger, who also voices Amelia. If you like and want to support this show, please leave a rating and a comment so that we can become more visible to potential listeners. For more information and original artwork, check out normallyordinary.com. That's www.normally-ordinary.com. And remember, behind every mask is someone who has secret thoughts about you. <laughs>